0: Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? And that moment you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina El Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you, and the people who mean the most to you, to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. Hey everyone, welcome back. So, if you are new, welcome. If you're coming back, welcome back. Um, But in either case, Nina here, and in a nutshell, this is an episode on self growth by the end of it by the end of our 15 minutes ish together you are going to have a tool that you can use throughout the upcoming week and the theme of today is going to be your body doesn't lie let me say it again in case you did not hear me your body doesn't lie and we're going to explore that a little but right now you can even just take a breath in and check in with your own body What are the first things that pop up when I tell you that your body doesn't lie? Right? Something to think on. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this because I want to go ahead and begin to explore some new ground with you. And here we go. So again, the theme of today is your body doesn't lie, which means that whatever is happening that your body is telling you is happening, whether it is from a real or perceived threat, that feeling is still so real. Why? Why you're asking? Because your body doesn't lie. (laughs) The way that your body is feeling can affect your thoughts other feelings that are happening or that are going to be happening and the behaviors, the actions that you are going to be involving yourself in all because of the feeling that first presented itself from whatever stimuli real or imagined in your environment. So What this then brings us to is if your body is not lying, that means you are actually number one. Congratulations. We're all number one in our own lives. Now, here's where I sometimes get a lot of pushback. Sometimes I will get Nina. uh, My children are number one in my life. I put them before everything else. Uh, Often I will get Nina. God is number one in my life. I put God before everything else, right? Now, here is the very key Part of those sentences that I want you to hone in on is I put dot dot dot. You have to make a choice as to what goes first in your life. Unless you're a person who doesn't believe in any sort of free will and you don't get to make decisions, in which case, I'm going to be honest with you. Why is you listening to this podcast? Because (laughs) I don't see how this would be very helpful for you. But for whatever reason you're here, I want to go back and I'm going to restate that. I put dot, 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 whatever it is, fill in the blank first. If you are on a plane and you hit turbulence and the plane starts to drift downward and those little cups, cannot remember what they're called, those little masks, right? (laughs) Pop down from the ceiling and you Put somebody else's mask on first, you may not make it there because you may not have the oxygen to do that because you didn't put your own mask on first, right? You have to take care of yourself first, is the motto of the story, so that you can take care of the people that you love, the people that you care about, the stranger that you don't know that you want to take care of down the street. Whatever it is that you want to put first, you have to take care of yourself first so that you can do that. So, low recap your body doesn't lie. Okay. Low recap. You actually are number one. You have to put yourself first so that you can make those choices. And let's say you don't, right? Let's say you're saying, no, no, no. Uh, I'm not the one who puts me first that there's sort of like, it's just inherent that my children are first. It's inherent that God is first. The fact that you make choices in your own life to put those things first, or not to put them first does not mean that they do not have inherent value, right? It doesn't mean in you putting yourself first that God is not first in your life. It doesn't mean in you deciding to put your needs first and take care of yourself first that your children are not important in your life, right? It doesn't mean that. What it means is that you agree that the relationship you have with yourself is number one so that you can and have the wherewithal and the energy to be even able to have the option to put something else, quote unquote first. So take a breath and just let that sink in. You actually are number one. Your body, it doesn't lie. Now, this sort of brings us into this new territory of, okay, well, Nina, sometimes my body does lie because guess what? There is nothing threatening in my environment. And my body is saying like, like the alarms are going off, like I'm in danger. And there is nothing around me that is actually in danger, right? AKA I've been triggered, right? By something that's not really here. So what we're going to be exploring is... The conversation that you decide to have with yourself is the one that actually informs all others. I repeat, the conversation that you decide to have with yourself, with your own relationship with yourself, yes, your intrapersonal relationship, is the one that informs all other relationships in your life. All the thoughts and actions and feelings and things that move forward from that. So here's a story time. I have a uh, history of sexual trauma, okay? Take a breath in if that was something that was triggering for you. I am safe right now. I'm in a studio. My abuser's not near me, okay? Take a breath because it probably triggered something in you if it did. Take a a look and a notice of what's around you. Are you in a car? Are you in a tea shop? Notice how safe you are. We're having a safe conversation in a safe environment, right? Take a breath in. And let yourself settle in the present moment of where you are. The reason why I say this is because I have processed it to the point where I do not consider myself to actively have PTSD anymore, right? I don't have post-traumatic stress disorder from this anymore. And I most certainly did for 12 years, better better part of 12 years. And... I was under the impression that, like, I'm healed from PTSD, right? So it's not like it could ever, like, come back from this. Like, maybe if something new were to happen, then I would have to deal with it then and cross that bridge. Boy, was I wrong. Uh, Years and years later, I became pregnant. Last year, I became pregnant with our little Ellie Belly. And what I started to feel in pregnancy was super triggered. The more that my pregnant belly grew, the more aggressive I became about people being in proximity near me, about men being close to me, and most especially about people touching my body. Now, this is already a triggering subject for some people, especially if you've ever been pregnant. People just love to touch pregnant bellies. They just love to do it. And... When that happens without asking permission, without getting that consent, you just reach out and touch someone's belly. Even if you know them, you invalidate the fact that they could be giving you consent to do this, that you could be asking. What you say is, you're an object, right? This is sort of that like under the radar message that's being sent is, you're an object that I get to touch, right? Now, if you have a loving relationship with a pregnant body, Right, with somebody in your life who is pregnant and you have a loving relationship with them and you are able to, you know, feel their belly without even needing to ask, there is clearly so much trust and love in that relationship. And it's such a healthy relationship. Yes, really don't take that for granted. You're honored to be able to have that as a human being, right? Really, really, that's a blessing for those of us who had right a super healthy trusting relationship even my mother my mother and i are super close I did not want her touching my belly without letting me know that she wanted to. And then I actually did want her to, but I didn't want her to do it without asking. So when she did, when she got that that was the message that I just needed to be able to give her that permission to touch my body, it was all gravy. She would ask, I'd be like, yeah, come on in. She'd be like, okay, Nina, is now a good time? I'd be like, yeah, come on in right? It was actually never not a good time for my mother to touch her belly, my belly, excuse me, unless she didn't ask. And then I was very triggered. My past trauma is what was coming up when I was pregnant. Highly objectified is the pregnant body. And this may be the same for anybody that is undergoing a physical experience that other people can see, right? If you can comment on it, if you can notice it and you can say something about it, there's a bit of an objectification, right? That you're objectifying something as opposed to subjectifying them, right? Acknowledging that they're a person, hey, how are you? What's going on? Oh my goodness, right? Dot, dot, dot. However that conversation goes. But when we come back to the core of this episode, so we're going to dial it back a little, which the core of this episode is that your body doesn't lie and that you are number one. If I failed to acknowledge that I was feeling triggered by past trauma, that it had re-arisen in a new way due to this new circumstance, if I failed to acknowledge that and just let people touch my stomach the way that I was at the beginning of my pregnancy, I was angry after they left for hours. I tried to ground myself, to tell myself that I was okay, to look around at my environment, just like I've done a few times in this episode, to recognize that I was in fact safe, that in fact, no one had ever meant me harm when they did those things. And yet still what was sitting with me again was the history of trauma that I had that is all of a sudden found a new doorway to bubble back up and let me know in its own way, you're in danger, you're in danger, right? That alarm going off but I wasn't in danger. The fact that I wasn't in danger did not let me just say, continue to walk over that boundary, these alarms that are going off. What it did was it said to me, I need to create a safer space because my body does not feel safe regardless of how safe this space is. And so I did. I let people know. I put signs up. I talked about it very openly. When people did and touch my belly I had a a stranger a woman I did not know she just came up behind me around the corner with her hand on my belly like rubbed her way all the way around and then she said oh my gosh I know that I'm supposed to ask I shouldn't be doing this but oh I just love a pregnant belly (laughs) I was like shocked on the inside but you know therapist me came out and I was like (sighs) I took a breath and I said oh my gosh and I put my hands on her stomach Okay, pause here. Do we see how I'm about to play with this moment potentially? Okay, now how am I going to play with it is going to be up to me. Am I going to be rigid and aggressive, right? And put this sort of She's she's objectifying me role on it. Am I going to shy away and be nervous and be like, I don't really know how I should feel about this? Or am I going to own the role that I intentionally would want to in a moment like this, where someone has truly unintentionally made me very uncomfortable? So we'll go ahead and push play again. And at this point in the story, her hands are on my stomach. And I have now said, <laughs> I put my hands on her stomach. And I said, But oh my gosh, you really should ask before you put your hands on somebody else because the thing is you really aren't aware of their trauma history and you could actually be leaving them with more pain after that if you don't ask and just give them the opportunity to consent. And I said it with a smile and I said it as gently as I thought that I could and still trying to be assertive in letting her know. And I know some people are like cringing as they hear this. They're like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, can you practice doing that? Is that something that you can practice in your life that you can rehearse as a skill? Because again, I promise you, even at the very beginning of my pregnancy, I was like, oh my God, am I going to have to say that? Am I really going to have to let people know that they need to ask for permission to touch my body? (laughs) And yes, lo and behold, as the world and humanity would have it, I was going to have to let people know that. Some people are not going to have an issue with you touching their body. But because you don't know that, because we don't know who was triggered even five minutes ago from something, no matter how close we are to them, can we show every human being a little respect and can we dare to be brave enough to ask? Can you dare to be brave enough to honor what you are feeling inside? Can you acknowledge that your body reacts and responds to things that are either real or perceived in an effort to protect you? And can you acknowledge that whether again, whether it's real or perceived, that your body doesn't lie? Not to you. So while we certainly haven't covered everything on this topic that we could, I hope that you go into this next week with thoughts about... What it means to either A, acknowledge that your body doesn't lie, that what it's feeling is really valid and that you can make a choice to move forward more intentionally, that you in your relationship with yourself, that you can make choices that affect your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors moving forward. So, if you're in that category, that A category, that you want to be able to validate your own feelings within your body, I want you to practice that this week. How do you acknowledge that you really are number one and that your body doesn't lie? If you are on the other end and you are in my sort of category B, and you're the person who often crosses somebody else's boundaries without asking, without asking for that consent, I want to ask you. Can you honor and acknowledge that there is something within you that is inviting you to express itself in this way? That there is something within you that is saying, reach out, connect, Um, that there doesn't need to be a boundary here. Can you be curious and acknowledge and accept that that is what's present so that you can also move forward more intentionally? And in either of these, whether you're an A or whether you're a B, I say this without judgment. Can you become a better human being? So that is what I want to leave you with this week. In a nutshell, we have been working on you and your relationship with yourself this episode. So that is what I want you to play with this week. Can you be a better human by the end of this week? Can you just even just thinking about it? Can you do that this week? I I really hope that you can. I hope you can do it with me, my friends. If you want to continue to support this podcast, Triggered Can We Play With That, by all means, please reach out. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, I'm on Instagram, right? Drama Therapist Nina. And if you really want to support this podcast, please head over to iTunes, leave us a rating. You can leave us a review or you can just share this podcast, but whatever you do, continue to work on your own relationship with yourself, my friends, my mindful, bodyful warriors, and have an effective rest of your week. Stay safe out there, friends.